Welcome to Podcrastination, the weekly conversation between Andy and me, Lizzie. This week we're a little bit giddy. Who knows if it'll actually help us get anything done, but it's certainly made lockdown life feel a little bit lighter. Before we get started, if you like this episode, we'd love it if you can leave a five-star rating and a review. And to really feel part of Tuesday Club, please also subscribe. Thank you for listening. Hey Andy, how are you? Hey Lizzie, I am very well, thank you. Happy Tuesday Club, how are you? Happy Tuesday, yes, I'm very good, thank you. Good, have you had a good week? I have, I've had a really good week. This is what, three three weeks in a row have I said that now, so yeah, we're on a roll. Careful, could be a habit. <laughs> yeah, or I've just jinxed it. Yeah, it was interesting actually, I, I sort of journal a bit, I try to kind of write every day about something that I'm grateful for and um, just to kind of acknowledge positives in the day. And I just think at the moment that's even more important than ever. So I've been doing that. And I, I wrote the other day about how I don't think we ever really acknowledge when we feel absolutely 100%. True. And I think this was Tuesday. Oh, well, we've just ruined the illusion that we record this on a Tuesday now, haven't we? Dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it was back on Tuesday and I just, I felt a hundred percent. Good. I'm glad like, to hear Not 99.9%. I felt a hundred percent. I was happy. I wasn't too, too happy. Like wasn't too high. wasn't too <laughs> low. I um, wasn't tired. I didn't, like, I didn't have any aches and pains. And okay. I don't know. I just felt great. When you do feel like this, you sort of, you don't always sort of notice, do you? You just float through. It's only when something's bad that you kind of realize that you're not feeling a hundred percent. And I was like, actually, I just want to acknowledge and write down one of these days where there's nothing wrong. Like everything was perfect. Wow. I mean, I, I'd say yes, but I'm struggling to remember if I'd actually ever felt that way. It's more, uh, you know, oh yeah, I must have felt about 50% last week because today I feel about 25%. I'm only messing. I'm not that glass half empty. I'm very, very happy for you. I do I do agree. Sometimes you've really got to stop focusing on just reflecting on the bad things. You know, we've got to learn from bad things, obviously, but celebrate the good. If you've had that, bottle it. Try and understand why, you know, you've reached 100% and uh Enjoy it. Enjoy the moment. Yeah, I think when it's surrounded by not a hundred percent days, you just it just stands out a bit more. You just notice it a bit more. So I yeah, I just finished my day of work and I was just sat and I was like, you know what? I feel good. I need to make sure that I acknowledge this and that I'm grateful for this moment. Was this also potentially because Tuesday was pancake day? Tuesday was pancake day. I have a confession to make. Go for it. I didn't eat pancakes. Fine. Do you know what? There's no judgment from me on this. Um, It feels like this year everyone needed it everyone's felt like you know it's something to look forward to so i've seen an abundance of people going all out on pancake day i managed to have a couple of little you know gluten-free ones yippee I thought that might be why. I thought you might have, you know, gone all all out on Pancake Day. I do love Pancake Day and I normally partake in Pancake 
day and it's very easy to make vegan pancakes. So, um, I mean, I eat pancakes quite a lot anyway, but no, I don't know. I just didn't fancy it. And I just, I don't know, really. I know it's a bit sacrilege, really, isn't it? But I just feel like I can have pancakes whenever I like. You shouldn't really admit that in public or on a podcast what that i wasn't partaking in what is our second most celebrated christian holiday after christmas absolutely yeah yeah no, it, it does it feels sacrilege no no you're absolutely right it's it can be celebrated any day so are you a lemon and sugar man or did you go a bit more exotic? Do you have Nutella? I mean, what can you have with you? I can't eat anything diet. <laughs> no, I was a syrup man, a golden syrup man. And it, it's only, mm. yeah, it was late and they were packet ones. And I probably only did it because, just because um, I'm not normally that into it but i think instagram got to me i saw everyone else's and i thought you know what i've got i've got some i've got to have it you were influenced i was i didn't want to use the word i was influenced (laughs) so um you said you had them late does that mean you were working late again yeah it's becoming like my bad habit is knowing that that work-life balance still isn't there you know we're we're getting further and further into the year and it feels like this is a, a regular habit and not one that I like. So hopefully it's something I can change. You know, all habits can be changed just with a little bit of willpower. Still need to keep a roof above the head. So, you know, work still needs to happen. It does. But I think there's got to be an understanding, hasn't there, that there's got to be boundaries. I know you work for yourself, so it's kind of hard to put that in place sometimes. But the mentality is the same, though. You need to look after your mental well-being. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think it's it's a very strange sort of scenario because it is for everyone. We all just want to do our best. So I don't focus on that. Actually, I'm in a really good place as well. And I actually have had another successful week. Good. Am I allowed to admit that I am also in a good place? Can we both be in this strange, really yeah, good week? Of course. Absolutely. Okay, okay that's do all right it. then. I thought that I thought the universe would implode. I thought someone would say you're not allowed to do this. I've got a theory. Oh, I, I love a theory. Yeah, my theory is, you know, the sun has been shining. The days are getting longer. Like, I can't believe the difference a week makes. We've gone from minus four to 14 degrees. <laughs> Balmy. On Tuesday, actually, when I had my really good day, it was so lovely and sunny and warm. And just walking outside, it just gave me that little extra spring in my step. It was great. So I think that's what's making us feel so good. I absolutely agree. I am such a summer child and I've probably said it a thousand times before, but the sun makes a massive difference to me. I love the lighter nights and even working late when it's dark and it feels miserable outside, that compounds it. But if it's been lighter a bit longer, you sort of go, okay, the night's only just starting. I cannot wait. It's getting getting me excited i think for spring we're feeling like it's there but spring summer nights to come it is it's coming it's coming teasing us i'm excited and pancake day is like the start of that isn't it so we all get excited good yeah and 
it's also pancake day is also the start of lent obviously so is there anything i know you didn't have pancakes so technically you don't have to give anything up i don't know if that's the rules but um is there anything that you are giving up or do you normally no i don't normally i think it's probably because i went to a catholic primary school and so <laughs> i think my year years of uh, strict as a child kind of maybe has put me off that but no i mean i hadn't until about half an hour ago andy i hadn't had a drink since Sunday so I could have maybe have gone with I was giving up booze for for Lent but um, I really fancied a glass tonight so uh, cheers. Cheers no happy Tuesday club I am happy to report that my dry February was completely out the window this week it was never a goal to achieve I know but I'm just happy you know you've got to have them when you when you want them it's not binging and it's certainly not nights out or anything like that it's there and I'm happy not to give that up for Lent. I think with the whole working longer hours and stuff, I I need it sometimes. So cheers. Cheers. So are you giving up anything for Lent? Probably same as always. No. People used to say, oh, I give up chocolate for Lent. They probably still do. I think this year more than ever, there's probably people giving up a lot less. And I am one of those. I don't think we're trying to embrace stuff, aren't we? We're trying to bring stuff in. So I don't think there's much I can give up at the moment. I think we're working on ourselves and we're committing to goals that we've set ourselves. So I don't think we need to put extra pressure on ourselves by doing something specific for Lent. I think as long as we keep on track with everything else that we're doing, I think that's that's good. I'm sure there's something that I could say I've given up because I've not done it yet, but I just yeah. feel like that's not quite the point, is it? No, it's not. And, and there's an element of commitment to it. So normally in previous normal years, if we can remember them, Lent comes around and people want to give stuff up because of an overindulgence. The past year has been an overindulgence. If I picked one thing to give up, I've probably got to pick 10. It's always a way for people to show their willpower, you know, and commit to something for that period of time. Do you have strong willpower, would you say? Well, it can only depend. I mean, we talk about putting stuff off all the time. And I've talked about the amount of things that I've started and not committed to. So, but when it comes to my diet, I do. I think I do have some willpower. You know, I've had to make changes over the last six years or more. And I've stuck to those. There are plenty of people that don't, you know, I, I admit that I had to cut gluten, dairy, wheat out of my diet. And I went cold turkey. I was probably horrible to be around for a couple of weeks. And then six years later, I'm still cutting it out. That sort of commitment was necessity. But there are certain things that I probably couldn't cut out. I know you've had a bit of a... a... Yeah, a similar... I guess it's similar. This is another reason why you don't need to give anything up for Lent. You've already given up enough stuff in your life. (laughs) True. You know. I don't want to talk to you about fluffy, squishy, soft bread with loads of butter on. <laughs> you hate me right now, don't you? I don't, I've moved past it. It's fine. <laughs> but yes, as a vegan, I get, I've given up a lot of stuff and I'm trying to make good environmental choices mm-hmm. and to try and sort of educate myself. And I am by no means an expert. It is a constant sort of learning, but I'm trying to do my bit. And I think that cutting out some meat and dairy and some of the big contributors to greenhouse gases is a is a good way around that. So yes, that is kind of one way that I've been exercising my willpower. Good. I like it. Um, I've I would have to say, though, that I'm not the best vegan. 
in the uh, world. Is this again the platform to admit this on? You know, you're outing yourself as a. I am outing myself. Well, it's funny because I've got a very important question to ask you, Andy. Hit me with it. What is your favourite chocolate bar? Oh, hang on, is this pre when I could eat anything, or is yeah, this your... now because it's two very different answers? Just your favourite. Yeah, just your favourite. If it was the last chocolate bar on earth. What is your god tier chocolate? What a question. I mean, you could have prepared me for this. This is, you're going to see the inner workings of my mind now going, battling (laughs) against itself. Twirl. I'm going off. Oh, twirl. Going straight in there. I'm going for a twirl. It's what came to mind. Sorry. Okay. Well, the reason I asked this is because um, I was chatting to a friend the other night and she revealed to me that her god tier chocolate was a drifter. Uh, Excuse me? A drifter. I I heard what you said. I just didn't believe that anyone would put that up there. Exactly. That is exactly (laughs) what I said. And I I was shocked. I was like, your God tier chocolate is a drifter. And she was like, all right, no need to be so harsh about it. And I can honestly say, I don't know if I've ever really had a drifter. It would not be my go-to chocolate. And it also got us talking about, so I have there's two types of chocolate for me. There's an 11 a.m. chocolate and there's a 3 p.m. chocolate. Okay. The 11 a.m. chocolate is a timeout, a Kit Kat. Uh-huh. You know, um, so it's got like biscuity, a Twix. Um, so they're, they're the 11 a.m., a biscuity chocolate. And mm-hmm. then your 3 p.m. is your Mars bars, your Snickers, your Boosts, your Twirls, you know, your your hardcore chocolate at three o'clock when you need that energy boost to get you through the rest of the afternoon. A drifter's got to be like, it's a biscuit, it's like 11am. And she was like, no, 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 it's heavier, it's heavier. You're going to want it at 3pm. Anyway, they are not vegan, but I went on a mission to try and find a drifter (laughs) tonight because I was like, I don't think I've ever eaten a drifter. And so off I went. I went to three shops, three shops tonight. Not one of them sold drifters. So I was texting her and I was like, well, they certainly don't sell them around here. I was like, when was the last time you had one? Um, And then I did a bit of Googling and Wikipedia told me that they were discontinued, but apparently you can still buy them in Asda. So so, I don't know what's true or what's real anymore, but I will break my veganism to try a drifter. And I'm sorry, we've gone off on a bit of a tangent there, but I just had to, to, you know, who has a drifter as their God tier chocolate? I think this raises more questions than it's just answered. Firstly, can I just applaud you for your your mindset that you have an 11am and a 3pm chocolate tier system? Are you not allowed to eat chocolate after that as well? Is there not an 8pm chocolate, you know, like buttons or something like that? There is. I quite often have vegan dark chocolate with mint in it. So a bit like an after eight. I always have that after my dinner. I I have my uh, Nomo chocolate, which if you haven't tried that, vegan friendly. I have. Yeah, it is vegan friendly. It tastes Mm -hmm. awful. Just just shoot down my my current free from God tier. No, I your God tier is it? My sister. I shouldn't slag it off, really. My sister got me um, a Nomo or whatever it's called advent calendar for Christmas. Okay, brilliant. This is why I say there's like pre-free from, you know, what you when you could eat anything. And I agree, a Kit Kat at 11am, lovely, a Twix, perfect. Okay, here's my, my little confession. When I was at school, I did a paper round. My confession is that most of the money I earned on that paper round was spent buying around five chomp bars a day. Oh, I do love a chomp. See? So you... 
were given money by the news agent and then you spent it in the news agents. I did spend it in the news agents. You gave on... it straight back again. Yeah, I was just I was I was good at economics and I was keeping the system going. Not good for my health. I feel like that shopkeeper worn out of this scenario. Yeah. That's okay. I'll, it, it's fine. It's Maybe my... he should have just paid it did essentially did just had to put it through the books i don't i don't think the hmrc people count chomp bars on their tally anyway we digress about i do like that question though and i'll continue to think about it be one of those that i wake up in the middle of the night and think why did i say twirl well i exercised my willpower by going to three different shops tonight on in search of a drifter your willpower would be finding a drifter and then not eating it yeah that ain't gonna happen is it no so are there other ways that we can get your willpower up again i think i've got quite good willpower yeah okay i think you've you've said to me this week that you've exercised it in a different way you've been not as committed to your phone yes i have been trying to get into the habit of during the day when i'm working having my phone away from me good so i have been putting my spotify on with my little bluetooth speaker and then leaving my phone and that and just putting it at the other side of the room behind me so I can't because I find it's that impulsive thing to reach for my phone I don't even think about it it's just that unconscious impulse where I just pick it up open it open Instagram and it's like what do you think has happened in the last 30 seconds since you last (laughs) opened Instagram and it just I just go around in this cycle I just find that it can sort of break my train of thought it turns my brain into absolute mush and it makes me feel really like lethargic sometimes I don't know if it's just the kind of mindless scrolling or whether it's staring at a small screen that makes it do that so I've just been like this needs to stop I can go and get my phone when I have a little break, but it's like, right, what tasks am I working on today? Right, I've got my to-do list. I need to do this, that, and the other. Get these things done, and then, you know, I can go and make myself a cup of tea, and whilst I'm brewing up, I'll have a quick check of my phone. And doing it like that, rather than it being next to me, and then when I'm looking for a distraction, or, you know, when I'm trying to, you know, because you know what it's like when you've got a task to do. Sometimes you just you just keep putting it off and putting it off. I mean, we are experts at that. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes I'm like, just stop. I just reach for it as a compulsion to to distract me from just getting that thing done and then I get frustrated with myself that I've still not done that thing and so yeah it's it's definitely helping and it's not being really really regimented I mean you made it sound like then that this was you know this this big thing that I'd done so it is a lot better but I could still do a lot more I think. I think it's to be applauded anyway you know I actually feel that compulsion as well and when you when you mentioned that that was something you were trying to do the whole willpower thing came up in my mind because I'm not sure where mine is with that right now and I actually gave myself a little mini high five and cheered the other day when my iPhone told me that it had gone down my my screen time had gone down like nine percent for the past week amazing I was was like brilliant I I don't know how but it must have been sky high the week before so you know I can only really empathize because actually even though like you say you've got I've got all this work to do, I work late or whatever. It is true. If I'm sat, my mind feels like it's compelled to to check something that I checked 30 seconds ago or I don't know why. And, and it could be, could go back to, you know, the, the lack of extra stimulus that, you know, we have in our lives at the moment and the need and want to get 
interactive with the outside world and we're limited. Yeah, I mean, there is a bit of that. But I think one of the contributing factors to me feeling a lot better this week is being able to just get my head down and focus. And when your brain is having to work properly and it's committing to a task however long that might take, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, 45 minutes, you know, whatever it is that you're working on and just working solidly for that amount of time. Mm-hmm. It just, it's working properly and it's not being distracted. I think when it, your phone's there and it's easy accessible, that time that's broken up into, it's five minutes here, five minutes there, five minutes there. And it's not, it's not stimulating enough. Whereas you can actually tire yourself out if you're focused for long enough and I think we need that right now. We do. And how easy is it to lose longer on your phone than it actually probably would have taken you to do the task that you needed to concentrate on? I know I'm very much guilty of that. Oh, I mean, there's so many things that I have to do and I build them up in my mind that they're going to be these big, complicated, long tasks and so I put them off and put them off and put them off until I get to the point where it's like you you have to do this at some point and then I'll do them and then go why did I put that off for days that just took me 10 minutes that's always the mindset that a lot of people get into I know I do that worst case scenario it building it up I think we can play that into a lot in our minds I know previously there's a lot of stuff where I'm sort of a bit sheepish about certain situations or you know think the worst is going to happen you actually go through it and okay it wasn't that bad and that's very much applicable to having a to-do list are you a catastrophizer is that what it is is that a word or did I just make that up? I want that to be a word. I, I think it is. I've, I'm sure I've heard of it. Well, I actually, you know, I love a bit of procrastination theory. Go let for me it. Let me get my notebook out because I think I have something. <laughs> oh. That, that ties in with this. Uh, where was it? So procrastinators have a fear of success and failure. And yeah. they have a fear of success because... They feel like if they're really good at something, that means that everyone's going to think that they're brilliant, they've got the capacity, and therefore will give them even more work to do, which will then make them even more stressed and put even more pressure on themselves. Yeah. But they fear failure as well and can put something off till right at the last minute because then if they do fail, they can blame the failure on the fact that they weren't able to put as much effort into it because they'd left it to the last minute and can blame it on the procrastinating. Being a procrastinator is not, is not always a bad thing. Like it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It means that you can multitask and it can stimulate creativity as well because your brain goes off into different directions and you could be doing one thing and then you go and do another thing and you know it sparks different things off in your mind and you can and go off on these tangents. I love it. We are heavily in this camp of putting things off. So it's nice to actually understand a bit more about it because we can just put it down to negativity. I think there's a lot of stuff that we feel that we've reached a point in our lives and we wanted to achieve certain something you know that whole thing about looking for the the failure aspect or being afraid of the failure aspect yeah I definitely understand that I think with the failure as well I think if you're scared of failure if you leave it till the last minute and then you fail you can blame the failure on leaving it till the last minute whereas if you start in plenty of time you do the task and then you fail anyway you then obviously you've only got your it's your ability and you blame yourself so by procrastinating 
procrastinating, you're able to sort of redistribute that blame somewhere away from yourself, which obviously it's all yourself, but it's just the way that you compartmentalize that in your mind, isn't it? It is. Why does this always go back to when we talk about procrastination and and the fear of failing and and putting stuff off to the last minute? Why does it always remind me of uni? Because we left everything till the last minute when we were at uni. Yeah, we got into some bad habits and some good ones towards the end. And that that sort of mindset, I guess, you don't realize is setting you up for how a lot of stuff can can happen, even in the working world or in life. And it's true. There's there's a lot of good stuff, though, that when you tick it off and you, you feel good about it, you want that buzz, don't you, all the time? And, and the aspect of if you if you don't fail at something, then you're actually potentially quite good at it or you're you're feeling good about what you're doing. Yeah. And I think, you know, that fear of success is just as important because, you know, then you you start putting higher expectations on yourself and then you have to live up to your own expectations or you start to think that people have these expectations of you. And I think you can just get into your own head a lot with these things, can't you? Fitness for me is one of those things I always have put off that consistent mentality and trying to make sure that I keep up a good routine that I'm actually enjoying it and I think part of it can even be applied to that because you know I'd be scared that I'm gonna get injured or that I'm feeling the aches and pains or that I can't I don't know keep up a certain standard or that actually I might actually become fitter so I can't blame it on just being unfit or whatever I feel. Are you are you worried about beating Usain Bolt's sprint record? Uh, well, when we're old and grey and Usain and I are hanging out, then we have a race. And No, I, I, I can't say I'm, I'm worried about beating his record, but I am worried that he might cry when I absolutely demolish it. <laughs> so, you know, I know that you have completed now week three of Les Mills. I have. So it sounds like you're in a really good habit now. And this is at the point, if it was a gym membership, that you would maybe start to waver off. Yes. So how can we keep this going? Um, How can we get rid of that fear in your mind that, you know, something bad is going to happen if you carry on? Nothing bad is going to happen if you carry on. Do you know, and and this is the change in mentality, because actually, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if I can put my finger on it, but everything that you're saying about the whole fear of failure is actually playing in because I'm really enjoying it. Yes, I've completed week three. I'm feeling really good about that. I wanted to get through the workouts. It jumped from like 20 minute ones up to a 30 minute one yesterday. And I was like, oh, normally I'd be defeated before I get there. And that's part of it. And I think it's made me realize that during some of these workouts, I'm like, oh God, they're fit and you know, they're able to do all of this straight away and everyone there seems to be able to do it. And I'm keeping up with most of it, but occasionally, you know, you take a a step back, you learn the move, you go back in again. Previously, I've just always thought I'm doing a workout. Oh, why aren't I at the hundred percent? Like you talked about the hundred percent earlier. Why aren't I the finished article yet? And that's why rather than seeing it as like a long-term goal that I'm working towards, because even people that are are there on these workouts, they're they're pushing themselves. It's always a work in progress. Yeah, we're a work in progress our whole lives. We're never complete. You should always be striving for better and improvement. I have actually done two Les Mills workouts this week. Amazing. Hang on. 
Hang on, does that make me an influencer? <laughs> I think it does, yes. I'm taking that. So my colleague, Melissa, and I'm going to mention it because I think she does listen. So we'll find out now. Um, Hi, Melissa. Now she's had a shout out. I'm sure she will, uh, she'll mention it to me. But she has the subscription to Les Mills like you do. And there's a few of us at work now that twice a week on a lunchtime, we all get on Teams and she puts it on the video. We all close our cameras and mute ourselves. But we, and we do the workout separately in our homes and then we come back together at the end and just check that nobody died whilst we're doing it (laughs) but it's just a really nice thing where you feel like you're coming together with your colleagues even though we can't be together and I've been absolutely loving it but these Les Mills body attack I think it is what we've been doing today the amount of press-ups we were doing I can't do press-ups my arms are absolutely killing me and my poor neighbors that live downstairs because of all the jump lunges and jump squats and burpees and stuff that we were doing they're really really hard they're hard workouts but you can just you've just got to go at your own pace and as long as you keep moving beyond your own expectation you keep pushing yourself a little bit harder each time then that's that's a good thing and the great thing about home workouts compared to being at the gym is that you are in your in the safety of your own home in your own little bubble and not that anyone's judging anyway but you can sort of put that out of your mind can't you and if you need to stop a little bit then you can do yeah no I think that's great you've no wonder you're feeling good you know you're you're ticking off uh, extra things you've probably actually done more Les Mills than me in those two sessions I'm building up in this saying how much achievement I'm feeling you're like yeah smashed it out in lunchtime don't worry about it we did two there were half hour ones that's good I think we did yeah I'm complaining about one I thought you did three a week or something I do but yeah the the last one really hit me and then they're going up it's like I'm boring everyone now but by the end of this week there is a chance that I may not make the next one because the last one is about 45 minutes and it's been a pleasure you can do it I have every faith in you thank you weirdly I have some faith in myself there, I said it. Good. Don't want to put you off or anything, but me saying earlier, oh, you won't get injured, you won't get hurt, it's fine, this exercise lark is fine. Mm-hmm. She says, with the worst pain in my knee and hip at the moment. <laughs> this is just adding to the back pain from last week. Yeah, the back pain isn't too bad this week, actually. And my foot is absolutely fine. My foot that I hurt last year and that um, took me out for three weeks, that is absolutely fine. Yes, now it's it's hip and knee and to the point where I, and I know this is so bad, but I can't sit still. I just can't do it. But I take ibuprofen and then go for a run. Uh, that's not advice that we offer out uh, wisely. Really <laughs> Don't try this at home. No, I do. No, I need to have a little bit of a rest, actually, because I don't want to do any damage. But I think I've just pulled a muscle. And then, you know, when you like then starts to compensate for the fact that something's not quite right and then you make everything worse. So I do just need to I need to just have a few days chill. I normally give up at that point. That's the bit that's always we haven't been through my first injury in this year yet. So when we get to that is when I'm really going to need the, the support to push on through potentially not you know just knock a few ibuprofen back and power on that that's not maybe what I'll do but we'll see I have a bit of a a quote that I think will sort of help you with your fitness journey Lizzie's quote of the week quote of the week I really shouldn't sing on this should I 
Failure only happens when you lose your willpower to continue trying. If we let the obstacles get the best of us, it was our choice to fail, not fate. Well, hello. That's just summed up my life, I feel, in in one short quote. That's a really good one. I like that. Yeah. And I think it's good to to hear that from a, a feeling of positivity as well, because it almost it adds to it. If if I heard that in a week where I was feeling a bit meh, then you know, you just sort of think, yeah, but I'll get to it, I'll get to it. Feeling semi-productive, feeling in a good mental or health place, hearing that just drives you on a bit more, I think. Things worth having aren't easy. You've got to work for them and you've got to have the mindset and the willpower to carry on. And it's only when you really, really want something will you achieve it. And if you give up and you fail, it's because you don't want it enough. Love it. We can go back to sister act with if you want to go somewhere and you want to be somebody you better wake up and pay attention <laughs> i need to watch sister act again so i can start requoting these do you know what not to hark on about it but i had an email this week that pushed the live show back to next year oh no well at yeah. least it's still going ahead but that's not the worst bit whoopee isn't going to be in it no <laughs> I, know. I bet that's the only reason you bought the ticket <laughs> pretty much pretty much i don't know who else is in it yet but I'm sure they're great. But this this brings up a dilemma because actually, thinking about it, am I allowed to sort of say I'm not as bothered to go now because she was a big draw? I feel feel really harsh on anyone else. it'll be great and it'll be really nostalgic. You'll love it, you'll love it. Exactly. And I I actually, even that hasn't brought my mood down this week. It, it It took a little chunk out, but yeah, that's something to look forward to next year. What do you think's giving you this good mood anyway? Do you know what? Part of it, it's got to be, let's say this conversation, this podcast every week has given us both a platform to get that accountability. But I think for once, it's having a bit more time to put the effort in to get these workouts that I'm actually enjoying. I found something that I enjoy. And actually, I think that's half the battle. And they say this, you know, about working life. If you if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. Well, I haven't reached that bit yet. So it's nice to find a workout. And I think then it's, I'm just ticking off and I've I've lost a bit of the guilt of not doing everything all at once. And I said it last week and I know I'm repeating myself, but there's an element of just being proud of getting through and ticking off some enjoyable parts to your day. I think those endorphins are starting mm-hmm. to have their effect. I, I feeling the magic. But not from running, which is where you wanted them to come from. It doesn't matter. No, (laughs) I don't care where they come from. I do like running, but I like all exercise. You know, I just love, I'm like a little... Adrenaline junkie. Yeah, I, I just like to move and... You know, I was in the gym just as much when we could be in gyms, but we can't. So I've replaced it with running. But as long as you're moving and it's always done me the world of good to have that. And I've become a big advocate for it because I have those endorphins running through me all the time and it just always makes me feel better. So I'm going to put it down to you being an endorphin influencer, which is not easy to say because that could have come out as dolphin something (laughs) or other. Well, it's a good job I didn't try to say it after my couple of glasses of red wine then, isn't it? It's probably a good thing. Yeah, probably wise. That wine's kicking in, isn't it? I just feel great, Andy. I just feel great. I just, Love that. It's good. It's good to see. And it, it's 
Um, Compared to November, yeah, I feel I just feel like a completely different human being. And do you think this is? It's obviously sustainable. It's been three weeks in a row, and clearly, it's something we can try and help motivate each other to continue. So you know, you got to pick your battle. Some days we we might have down days in this, but actually, look back on where you were and how far you've come. Yeah, I just think it's. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. I just feel myself again. I think probably feel myself for the. First first time in in 12 months although when we when the pandemic first hit and we were first in lockdown I wouldn't say I was like in a particularly bad place and across the summer I was really good but I think in the back of my mind I always had a bit of anxiety about what was going to happen whether I was still going to have a job because I was on furlough and all of that kind of stuff and I don't know I just feel like a lot of those worries are not in my mind now and probably because we've got an end in sight almost with the pandemic stop dancing in front of me and making me laugh (laughs) sorry (laughs) and we know with a vaccine coming and things like that maybe it just feels like you know there is that light at the end of the tunnel uh, whereas before Christmas it all just seemed a bit bleak I don't know mental health is a weird one isn't it it can be good mental health some days and bad mental health another day I just I'm flying high what good. can I say it's just it's just great good and keep that red wine flowing <laughs> that's why I was dancing because I just kept no, I know. yeah but it's good it makes you feel good doesn't it so I think that's part, I am actually, I, it's part of my mood has always been just having a dance around the house, you know, in the kitchen while cooking or washing up or whatever you're doing, putting on some music and just going for it and having that that chance to just go, do you know what, the rest of the world can just wait for a bit because I need to do this task, but I'm going to have a lot of fun turning a boring household chore into a kitchen disco. That, that's the best way, isn't it? Right. So last Friday, I had such a busy day at work. Fridays have become crazy all of a sudden. Normally, they're the days where I can get things wrapped up and, you know, finishing everything off ready for the weekend. But the last couple of weeks, they have been so busy, but like busy in a good way. Yeah. But last week, I was on all day long. It was meeting after meeting. It was task after task. Got to get this done. Got to get that done. So by the time I'd finished work at the end of the week, I had so much adrenaline running through me. I had quite a lot of tension in my shoulders as well. I was just sort of, I'd just kind of been quite busy and on it and a bit stressed and not bad stress, but just like lots of just a bit crazy and a bit manic. And then the day finished and I was like, because I'm in the same room, I'm working in my living room. I'm like, how do I then go from work day to my weekend? Mm-hmm. and I was just a bit frantic and I was kind of going from room to room and I had all of this energy and then I did a big hit workout and I just burnt that off and then I put some house music on cranked the volume as high as I could got the bass going and I just danced around my flat like it would I was in some sort of bar or nightclub which is what you would normally be doing on a Friday night and I just had a dance and let it all out and I felt so much better after that because I think you just you've just got to let it go sometimes haven't you you just need it and I love that well you're not coming off well as a good neighbor uh, on this episode but I'm 100% with you it it has to happen sometimes just 
let go. In my defence, the flat below me has been empty most of the last year. They, mm-hmm. The couple that live there have been isolating somewhere else. They've not been there. But they did make an appearance last weekend. So <laughs> I've no idea if they've moved back in or not. So I've got quite used to making a lot of noise and it not really mattering. And now I'm not sure whether um, I'm just being a terrible neighbour or not. I'm friends with the person who lives two below me. Yeah. So there's a you know flat between us, but we're on the on the same side of the building. And um, I saw her last week in the car park, and she said to me, "Oh no, I, I think I said something." I was like, "Oh, if they have moved back, they're in for a treat." Because um, I was making a right lot of noise when I was doing a workout the other day, and she went, "Oh, I thought that's what you were doing. I could hear it in my <laughs> flat." Wow. So the whole building must have been shaking. Hashtag flat life. That's, yeah, the joys. It's amazing. I love it. Keep going. If it, if it adds to a great mood, they cannot bring you down. Yeah. So all this dancing, I know you like to have a little sing, and a long, sing along and a dance to Justin Timberlake. How mm. are you taking the news from the Britney Spears documentary? Don't. Have don't. you seen it? I've, I watched it last night. Okay. Me too. Yeah. So we can briefly talk about it. I... I saw it come out. I saw his apology. I had to sort of look at what had happened because I hadn't seen it at that point. And, you know, it tarnishes a little bit, but it's not new news in some respects. And there's a whole conversation that we could go into around. There is a whole conversation. Around that and privilege and around how we treat people and their mental health. And my goodness, he he had a short spell in that documentary and, and possibly rightly so. There were elements that everyone could do better and the thing we've always got to go back to I guess is none of us are in that position at that time and and have people telling us what we can and can't do or they were 21 and and all of these things not justifying it but yeah there's it took a little tarnish right Timberlake joke in there (laughs) (laughs) such a super fan I am not defending what defending him at all, but I do think that he wouldn't behave like that now, and he probably regrets what he said. But I just think there was the it was just the way that women were treated, like women in the public eye were treated, and the way that they mm-hmm. were vilified. And I, when you watch that documentary and you see her having this breakdown, and we just wouldn't treat people like that now. I'd like to think we would be. Well, I say that, and then there was the whole Caroline Flack stuff last year, wasn't there? But yeah. I, I think we're trying. We're getting to a place where we are a lot kinder. But I just think it's absolutely awful. She was clearly having a hard time and needed some help. And rather than help her, people were just tearing her down and tormenting her. It was more sick to see the news reports and how they were, like you say, tearing her down and just vilifying her no matter what and, and forgetting that she was a human being or is a human being, and, and that's added to it. The paparazzi in her face and, and all of these sorts of things, just it was horrible watch that part of it. But you can't, you can't again understand how it is to be part of that world at that time, and it just feels weird that that was only, you know, it's 20 years ago that that sort of time was happening and, and 15 years ago since, you know, the breakdown started and all of these things just, they're as prevalent now. Like you say, you hope it wouldn't be 
needed now as much, but these things surely still happen. There's still conversations that people aren't sure how to have and um, how to treat people, like you say, Caroline Flack being a sad recent example of that. Yeah, I think we all just need to be a bit nicer to one another, just a bit kinder. And remember that these people in the public eye are just human beings like the rest of us. You know, it's so easy to pass a comment and a judgment on somebody based on like a snippet that we see. We don't know that person. We don't know who they are. And so we should, you know, should just have a little bit more open minds when it comes to all of that stuff. It's true. If you start ever second guessing what you should and shouldn't be putting up for fear of being shamed for what you do or how you're putting stuff out, that's when you know that it's reached a sad point. And if if you can get past that, brilliant if you can't reach out you know we all need to know that we can reach out to someone and like you say just spread that little kind message pay it forward yeah exactly good well i think we've covered all sorts tonight andy i know i'm not sure whether it's the wine or the endorphins or what it is but we've we've got a whole plethora of topics yeah hopefully it's been a, a fun episode for everyone to listen to why don't you let everyone know how they can get in touch with us well, I think that would be wonderful. I'm sure I can remember it this week as well. So we always love to hear any of your own procrastination stories or how you're feeling and how you're getting on at the moment. So it's at podcast pod on Insta, at podcrastination pod on Twitter, and it's contact podcrastination at gmail.com if you want to drop us an email. Yes, you are an expert at this now. Boom. That, just... that is excellent. Well, on that note then, Andy, I'll see you next Tuesday. I'll see you next Tuesday, Lizzie. Bye. Bye.